on to the Treasures Within podcast. I'm your host, Jojo G, success coach and multi-passionate creative. If your goal is to create a business and life from your passions, plural, this show is for you. Join me every week to learn the mindset shifts, business strategies and creative habits that empower you to fulfill your calling, master your mindset and blast through the limiting beliefs that keep you stuck and broke so you can build a thriving business from your passions and enjoy more freedom and abundance in your life. Remember, the world needs all your gifts, not just one. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Treasures Within podcast. Today I want to talk about one of the most common reasons why multipassionates struggle to start their businesses, even when they have the most amazing ideas. The main block that holds multipassionate women back is the fear of starting the wrong business. It's the fear of picking the wrong idea holding you back from starting too. As a multipassionate, you have so many passions and skills you could turn into a business already, and a dozen more new shiny ideas popping into your brain every day. With so many options, how do you know which one is the right one? You know you can make money with any of them. You also know, deep down, you likely soon get bored with whatever you pick. And that puts so much pressure on you to get it right from the start. You don't want to invest too much time and money in an idea that you'll abandon a few months from now. Wouldn't it be great if you could tell from the beginning if an idea has no future? I'm no fortune teller, but from my personal experience and the experience of my clients and friends, I've identified some common warning signs that a business idea isn't right for you. Today, I'm going to share these three warning signs with you so you too can avoid a costly mistake and put all your efforts from the very beginning into building a business that's aligned with your multi-passionate nature, your passions and the lifestyle you want to live. Oh, and that's profitable too. When it comes to finding your business idea, most business gurus out there recommend you monetize a skill you're really great at. This advice makes lots of sense, especially if you need to bring money quickly. Monetizing a skill is the quickest way to start a profitable business. If you excel at something, let's say you're an excellent writer, all you have to do is find entrepreneurs who struggle to write copy, make them an offer that solves their problems, and you can pay clients. You already have the skill, you already have a network of friends who can give you testimonials and referrals, you probably already have most of the equipment you need so you can start this type of business with little to no upfront cost. Sounds great, right? The problem with this common piece of advice is that it doesn't work for multi-passionates. I found this out the hard way. Several years ago, I worked with a mentor who recommended you start a business around your most profitable skill. He has write down a list of skills we're really good at and let's turn our end into the first problem. As multi-passionates have accumulated so many skills over the years, you run into the same problem you have when it comes to picking your one true passion. How do you pick the right one? Is there even a right one? 
with so many options to choose from, you keep going around in circles without doing anything. It's paralyzing. Have you ever felt like this too? I got out of this loop by picking a skill I was also passionate about, hoping that passion would keep me going in the long run. At the time, I had a skincare blog called Beautiful With Brains, where I was sharing science-based skincare advice on how to get rid of acne, minimize wrinkles, and look your best at any age. I started it as a hobby, but pretty soon women started asking me if I could create bespoke skincare routines for them. I jumped at the chance. If you're good at something and people want to pay you for it, you may as well turn it into a business, right? Creating skincare routines that work is one of my skills. Most people are overwhelmed by the sheer amount of skincare products out there. Me? I don't know exactly how to tell if a product has what it takes to deliver what it promises just by looking at the ingredient lists. Those long lists of incomprehensible names hold no secrets for me. At first, it was really fun to put together individual plans for my clients. It was like putting together a puzzle, fitting all the pieces together so that my clients would finally have the skin of their dreams. It was so satisfying until it became too easy. That's the other problem multi-passionates run into when they try to monetize a skill. Multi-passionates love to learn new skills, but the moment we master them, the moment we know everything there is to know about the subject, the moment it becomes too easy, we get bored and are ready to move on to the next venture. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever lost interest in practicing a skill once you mastered it? When you're doing it as a hobby, it's easy to ditch it and move on to something else. But when it's a business that's bringing you money, you're stuck with it. You started off with the idea of making a quick buck and before you know it, you created a boring 9-to-5 job for yourself. By the way, that doesn't mean you can't monetize that skill at all. Once you master the skill, you never lose it. If you need a quick cash injection, for example, as a transition in your business or you need some extra money for an unexpected expense, you can still offer the service to a few people. I still do the old skincare consultation from time to time, but there's a difference between doing some occasional freelance work on the side, you can quit at any time and starting a full-on business around a skill. Can you see the difference? The latter means creating a niche business and the option never works for a multi-passionate long-term. And that takes me to the second warning sign that you're about to start the wrong business. You don't have an umbrella theme. If you've never heard this term yet, I'll explain what an umbrella theme is in a minute. Traditional business advice tells you to niche down and choose just one thing to focus on. Again, this isn't bad advice for most people, but it does not work for multi-passionates. Let's face it, if you could do just one thing, you'd be doing it already. Plus, why would you have so many passions and talents if you were meant to choose only one? Makes no sense. You're multi-passionate for a reason. You're meant to use all your treasures to make an impact in the world. This is where your umbrella thing comes in. Your umbrella theme is simply a theme that links all your passions together. 
you can talk about and do all the things you love because they're all related. Take American entrepreneur and best-selling author Chris Gillabo, for example. On his blog, The Art of Nonconformity, he talks about personal development, entrepreneurship, travel and lifestyle hacks. They're all very different topics, but they're all of interest to people who want to live a life that doesn't conform to other people's expectations. Nonconformity is the umbrella theme here. Do you see how an umbrella theme works and how it can help you to incorporate all your interests into business? Now, here's where a lot of the passionates get hung up. They think of an umbrella theme as a business idea, but an umbrella theme isn't a business idea. It's a manifesto. Your umbrella theme is the purpose of your business, the difference you want to make in the world. It tells people what your beliefs are and what to stand for. Once you have your umbrella theme and know why your business exists, what problem you're solving for people, you can use your passions and talents to create products and services that deliver the solution to your audience. That's how you monetize a multi-passionate business. This is what I help my clients with. I take them through a proven process where you get clear on your umbrella theme and the impact you want to make in the world, and then we structure the business so you get to create offers and services that allow you to use all your passions and gifts to sell your clients. The beauty of this system is that you can always incorporate new interests and each old ones you have grown because the mission of your business doesn't change. This means that you'll be able to stick to the business long term without getting bored because when you feel the urge to do something new, you can simply pivot the direction of your business. Your clients won't disappear because they buy into your values and your mission, not the product or service you're selling at that moment. If you're interested in how you too can discover your umbrella theme and create a successful business that allows you to do all the things you love, without overwhelming yourself or confusing your clients, book a discovery call with me and we can talk more about this process and whether it's the right fit for you. I'll leave the link to book the call in show notes for everyone who's interested. Most business gurus don't tell you this because they don't know how to do it themselves, but it's a total game changer for the passionates. Without an umbrella theme, you'll be starting an niche business after another, wondering why you can't stick to anything. We with the passionates are always evolving, we're always learning new skills and knowledge that we don't want to share with the world. Forcing yourself to stick to niche business will never work long term. You may get the money and fame, but you'll always feel like you're settling, like there's a lot more you need to be doing with your life, because there is. You don't have to choose between a profitable niche business and doing all the things without getting paid. You can create a business that has variety and the ability to pivot baked into it from the very beginning and that it's profitable. If you don't know how to do that, then book your free discovery call and let's talk about it. I would love to support you. The last warning sign that you may be starting the wrong business is being so excited about your idea that you don't validate it first. This is a very common mistake most entrepreneurs, not just us the passionate, make. Here's why. Diving into a new business idea and creating the product or service you've been dreaming about is fun. 
The Christian faith is often the most exciting part for us motivationists, isn't it? Doing macro research, talking to people about your idea and getting feedback isn't as exciting. It can be daunting, scary even. Do you feel icky at the thought of getting on a Zoom call with people and interviewing them for your macro research? The first time my mentor told me to do macro research, I freaked out. I was scared of bothering people or coming across as salesy or getting negative feedback about my idea. And so I took the easy way out. I collected information about my idea clients' pain points and goals from Amazon reviews, from online forums, from Facebook groups, from Reddit. It helped to an extent. The problem with doing macro research in only in this way is that you often can't ask follow-up questions. You also don't see the person's body language, so you don't know how true for their being. After all, anyone can write anything on the internet. Based on this feedback alone, I was able to put together a decent offer, but it wasn't until I picked up the courage to get on a call with real people and have a proper conversation with them that I truly identified what they needed help with and how I could use my skills and talents to help them. That was a pivotal moment for me. Talking to real people about their current problems, their future goals, and what has stopped them from achieving it in the past serves two purposes. It helps you create a product or service that's exactly what your audience wants and needs, but couldn't find anywhere, and it gets them excited to buy it. If you do your market research right, those people you interview can often be your first customers. Wouldn't it be exciting to have clients wanting to buy your product because before you even launch it? Validating your idea and doing market research doesn't need to be hard or uncomfortable. You're simply having a conversation with a real human and getting curious about their life, about their struggles, about what you can do to help them. Do you feel like you can do that? I want to encourage you to be brave and approach these conversations from a place of curiosity so you can come to understand your customers better than they know themselves and be able to easily create products and services that solve their problems. That's a crucial stepping stone to building a thriving business, so don't skip it. When looking for your business idea, monetizing a personal skill can seem like a great idea, but for the passionate, a niche business soon turns into a prison you can't wait to escape from. Guess that one A better approach is to look for the umbrella theme that links all your passions together and then validate your idea by talking to real people about it so you can create from the start the right business for you. A business that allows you the variety you crave and that's profitable from day one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have, please feel free to share it with your multi-passionate friends who are interested in starting their own businesses so they too can avoid this common reflex and set themselves up for success from day one. You can also support this podcast by subscribing, rating, and leaving a review. It all helps the podcast get found by other the passionate who need to hear this message too. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm really grateful for each and every one of you for being here and spending this time with me. I wish you a wonderful rest of your day and I can't wait to speak with you again next week. And remember, the world needs all of your gifts, not just one. Bye for now.
Hey, Georgia here. I want to take a quick moment to tell you something. A few years ago, I was stuck in what I call strategy hell. I was literally doing everything to grow my business. I was on all the social media platforms, doing webinars, going to networking events, writing blog posts, sending out newsletters, you name it, I did it. And my business was growing at a snail's pace. It was so frustrating because I couldn't have worked any harder. I was already overwhelmed and burned out. Do you ever feel like that? It wasn't until a random encounter with a coach that I realized being in strategy hell is a form of self-sabotage. You think you're doing everything to grow your business. In reality, you're stuck in busy work because you're afraid of what might happen if you went all in or reached your goals. In my case, I had a massive fear that if I became more successful than my family, my friends, and my partner, they wouldn't love me anymore and they leave me. This fear was buried so deep in my subconscious that I wasn't aware of it until I had a powerful session with my coach. And yet, the fear was running my business and making sure I'd never reached my goal. It was only once I healed the fear that I was able to double my income in a few short months. And my loved one didn't leave me. If you two are working hard, trying all these strategies to go to the next level in your business, you don't need one more strategy. You already have all the strategies you need. If nothing is working, it's because there's a limiting belief that's sabotaging all your efforts. Maybe like me, you're afraid that if you are too successful, you won't fit in with your friends and family anymore and you lose them. Maybe you don't think you are good enough at what you do and they're afraid that if you put yourself out there in a big way, you'll be exposed as a fraud. Or maybe deep down, you don't believe you're worthy of money and success. Whatever it is, trying to grow a business with these limiting beliefs running in your subconscious is like driving a car with a brake on. No matter how hard you try, you are going to stay stuck where you are. If you want to go to the next level in your business and reach those big income and business goals that have eluded you up until now, you must first heal all those limiting beliefs and all stories that are sabotaging you. Once those self-imposed limitations melt away, you'll be able to step out of strategy hell and confidently take action towards your goals. Those tasks that used to feel hard or scary, like going live on Instagram, doing sales calls, or being a regular guest on podcasts, will now feel easy and fun and you'll be able to reach your goals with ease. If you know, deep down, that healing those limiting beliefs and all stories is the missing piece in getting the results and money you want in your business and you are ready to drop the hustle and step into your six figures mindset, I invite you to book a discovery call with me. On the call, you get coaching on the number one limiting belief, the sabotaging your success and keeping you from reaching your next income level. 
And if we both feel it's a fit, you'll discover how we can work together to heal the limiting beliefs that are sabotaging you, so you can finally build a wildly profitable business from your passions and enjoy financial location and time freedom. Remember, the world needs all of your treasures. It's your time to get out of your own way so you can do the work you are meant to do in the world and live a life of freedom on your own terms. These one-on-one calls are limited, so if you are ready to finally make your vision board become your reality, click on the link in the show notes and book in today.